Well, we sort of won two games. Yeah, we sort of won two games. Yeah. All right, so welcome to the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea. Well, he didn't win the series, so that's why we Dirty Water is not being played in the background. So, sorry, folks. Yeah. So, yeah, five-game series, two out of five. Yeah, so we took, yeah, so basically, yeah, so we took, lost game one on Thursday, then split the doubleheader on Friday, then one on Saturday night, and then lost this today. This afternoon. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so you go over game one or Thursday's game. Five game series. That hasn't been done for a while. Like probably since the days of like the dead ball error. That hasn't been done. We count with this history. You just had you had to take a pandemic. Yeah. All right. So Thursday's game. So the Red Sox got on the board first. They got the first base hit of the game in the second inning off of Jackie or for uh, Jackie Bradley Jr.'s fourth home run, and actually the first base hit of the game because we'll get into later why they didn't score a base hit. The Blue Jays didn't score a base hit for a while, but Jackie Bradley Jr. homers. To uh, t- put the Red Sox up one nothing, then in the sixth inning he walks in a run, or a he- JBJ walks to score. Uh, uh, Rafael Devers make it two nothing Red Sox, and then in the seventh inning, uh, Martin Perez's uh, no hitter gets breaking up by Teoscar Hernandez, and he also gives up the first run of or run for the Blue Jays. Joe Panic singles a ground ball in the center field to score Teoscar Hernandez. Uh, two to one Red Sox lead. Then in the top of the eighth inning, Frazier comes in and he throws a wild pitch to score a Craig or a Cat Caven BGO Craig BGO's son. Uh, tie up the game two two, and then the game would go into extra innings. Thanks to Matt Barnes and his pitching, then Phillips Valdez came in and he basically yeah kind of pooped on the mound. Yeah, he took a dump on the mound. Yeah, as he uh. Gives up a three-run homer to Teoscar Hernandez, the guy who also broke up uh, um, Martin Perez's no-hitter. Um, and then they uh, basically has uh, two end scores, Derek Fisher and Kevin Biggio, 5-2, to two, Red, or 5-2 Blue Jays lead. And then Loris Goriels also homers to, to get the insurance run and basically put the dagger in the coffin. As the Reds, as the Blue Jays win, or Blue Jays win six to two on that final score in ten innings. All right, so Blue Jays scored six runs on seven hits and committed no errors, while the Red Sox scored two runs on nine hits and committed an error. All right, Red Sox up uh, box scores. All right, um, Alex Verdugo led off and played right field. He went one for five, zero runs. Zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And then batting second and playing third base was uh, Rafael Devers. He went one for four. Scored a run, no RBI. He walked and did not strike out. 
And then batting third and playing shortstop was uh, Xander Bogarts. He went one for five, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And then batting fourth and playing DH was uh, J.D. Martinez. He went three for five, zero runs, three R- or zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And then batting uh, fifth and playing catcher was uh, Christian Vasquez. He went up uh, 0 for 3, zero runs, zero RBIs, two walks, and struck out twice. And then uh, batting sixth and playing center field was uh, Jack Bradley Jr. He went 1 for 4. He scored a run. He had two RBIs, uh, one walk, and struck out twice or struck out one. So basically, he had the only two RBIs for the Red Sox in this game. And then batting uh, seventh and playing second and first base was uh, Michael Chavis. He went one for five, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out twice. And then batting uh, eighth and playing first base was uh, Bobby Dahlback. He went 0 for three, zero runs, zero RBIs, walked once, and struck out twice. And then coming in and pinch running for him and playing second base was uh, Zue Lin. He did not get in at bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his stats. And then... Batting ninth and playing left field is a new guy, uh, Jaro Nunez. Jaro Nunez or Munez. He went one for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. All right, and then the only extra base hits of the Red Sox got was a double by JD Martinez, thirteenth uh, of the year off of a uh, Thomas Hatch, and then. Uh, the home run, or then the only home run was a JBJ home run, his fourth of the year off in the second inning off of a uh, Taiwan Walker uh, with zero on and two out. The one that broke up uh, could have been potential no hitter, but yeah. All right. And then pitching, and what a start from Martin Perez. He went two point or 6.2 innings pitch. He gave up three hits. He did surrender a run, and that run run was earned. But he struck or walked three and struck out five, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.0570 RA. And he would have got the win if the bullpen would have not blown up. Yeah. Then Austin Bryce came in and pitched 0.1 in his pitch. One hit, one run, one earned run. He walked one person, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 6.75 ERA. Ryan Brazier came in and pitched 1.0 in his pitch. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody. Struck out one, zero or zero home zero home runs, and left the game with a six or four point sixty ERA. So the run was charged off surprise because it was his responsibility. So yeah. So Brace, so technically Brace didn't already lose it for us, sort of a way. Yeah. Maybe Austin Bryce should not have given up a base hit. Yeah. And then uh, Matt Barnes came in and pitched an inning. One hit, one no runs, no earned runs, walked nobody, struck out three, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.80 ERA. And then Phil's about this, the main soft spot, soft spot of this pitching rotation the entire year. Finally takes a dump on the mound. Yeah, so not great. He pitched an inning, gave up two hits, surrendered four runs, Three of those four runs were earned. He walked three people, struck out one, gave up two home runs, and left the game with a 2.05 ERA. Blue Jays stats. 
Craig Bijo's son, Kevin, Kevin Bijo, Notre Dame project, led off and played second and or right and second or right field and second base. He went one for free, scored two runs, zero RBIs, two walk or two walks, and struck out zero times. And then batting second and playing center field was a Randall Gritchick. He went 0 for 4, or 0 for 4, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero or one walk, and struck out once. And then batting third and playing DH was T. Oscar Hernandez. He went two for four, two runs, three RBIs, one walk, and struck out once. And then batting fourth and playing first base was uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., son of Vladimir Guerrero, the Hall of Famer. He went 0 for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and struck out once. And then uh, batting fifth and playing uh, left field was uh, Loris Goriel's brother of Astros first baseman, Yuri Goriel, yeah, also a cheater, uh, went two for five, one run, one RBI, one zero walks, and struck out zero times. And then batting six and playing second and uh, shortstop is the new guy, uh, Johnson Villar. You remember him from the Orioles. He went 0 for 4, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and struck out once. And then batting seventh and playing second, third, and then again, third base was Joe Panic. He went two for four, zero runs, one RBI, one walk, and struck out once. And then batting eighth and playing catcher was Danny Jansen. He went 0 for two, zero runs, zero RBIs. He did not walk once and then struck out twice. And then pinch hitting for him was uh, Rowdy Telez. He did not get in a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his stats. And then coming in and subbing for him was uh, Ryan McGuire, or if that is, or Reese McGuire. He went uh, 0 for 2, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And then batting short and play, or then batting ninth and playing shortstop was Santiago Espinal. He went 0 for 2. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And then pinch hitting and playing third base was former Red Sox third baseman Travis Shaw. He went 0 for 2, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out tw- all, all two of those at-bats. And then pinch hit, pinch running and playing right field, but uh, playing in that position or being in that part of the lineup is uh, Derek Fisher. He went to 0-0 or 0 for 0. He did score a run though, so that's the only stat we will stat we will go over there. Yeah. All right. Then the only extra base hits that the guy was a double by Bjo, his ninth off from Austin Bryce, and when he came in and pitched, and then homers by T. Oscar Hernandez, his thirteenth and the tenth inning off of Valdez, two on one out, and then yours, Loris Goriel, his sixth of the year in the tenth inning off of Valdez, two with zero on and two. All right, pitching. All right. Taiwan Walker came in and pitched 5.2 when he's pitched. He gave six hits, surrendered two runs. All two of those runs were earned. He walked one person, struck out four, gave up a homer, and left the game with a 3.26 ERA. Anthony Kay came in and pitched an inning, gave up a hit, gave up two hits, no runs, no earned runs. He walked one person, struck out two. Gave up zero home runs and left the game with a 2.76 ERA. And I could be wrong on this name. Oh, yeah, all right. So I was right. Thomas Hatch came in and pitched 1.1 innings pitched. One hit, no runs, no earned runs. 
He walked one person, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.45 ERA. Ryan Barecki came in and pitched 0.2 when he's pitched. He gave up no hits. He surrendered zero runs, no earned runs. So that answers the no runs question. He gave up, he walked one person, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.61 ERA. And then, then Rafael Dalez came in and pitched 1.1 innings pitch. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked one person, struck out three, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.96 ERA. All right. All right, so the win goes to Dalez, his second of the year, so he's now 1-2. Then the loss gets slapped to uh, Phil Valdez, his first of the year, so now he's 1-1. One and, one. and then there's no save, but there is a blown save opportunity for uh, Brian Brazier. That's his uh, first blown save of the year. All right. So, yeah. So, Val, or for Martin Perez, that could have been, like, the best start. Like, they're considering that the best start of the Red Sox starting pitcher of this, of 2020. So, basically, that was just a, just a shame that that he did not get the win. Yeah, and they the bullpen basically came in and blew it for him. But that's 2020 for you. Yeah, great night from our JBJ. Two RBIs. Yeah, he got a home run and then walked in a run too. He walked in Rafael Devers. But as I said, 2020 comes back and bites you. Yeah. All right. So we'll go to break and then talk about uh both uh fr- or uh our both games on Friday. Yeah, I was gonna do it individually or. Probably do it all in the same one, but we'll see. All right. All right. So we will go over as we decide. We'll try to try to get the both games done. They're all seven innings anyway. All right. All right. Let's see. All right. So game one on Friday, the Blue Jays got off the boards or, or got on the board first. But when former Red Sox Travis Shaw homered into center field to give the Blue Jays a 1-0 lead, yeah, Zach Godley was on the mound. That's probably why. Yeah, the Godfather. The Godfather. Good movie. Yeah, good movie. Good movie trilogy. All right. So anyway, then again in the second inning, Danny Jansen came in and homered to score panic to make it 3-0 Blue Jays lead. But then the Red Sox got on the board and got their first base hit of the game in the second inning at when uh, Jaro Munez homered his first time of the season and with a member of the Red Sox to score Kevin Buecki, who got on the breakup, get the first hit of the game on a double into right, left center left center field. So it's 3-2, to two, Blue Jays still lead. Then the third... Um, a grounded into a double play by Teoscar Hernandez does score a run. Randall Gritchick goes or scores the run. So it's four to two Blue Jays lead. Then the top of the fifth, a rowdy to less sack fly scores a cave and Biggio to make it five to two Blue Jays. So not great. Then in the bottom of the fifth, uh, Jose Peraza doubles into center field to score Munez, make it five to three. Blue Jays still lead, though. Then a wild pitch by Tanner Rorock scores Peraza. 5-4. The lead's getting cut. Like, that's what I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, so basically, yeah. So basically, the Red Sox are not done, but they will still have to climb because in the top of the sixth, Joe Panic singles into right field to score uh, Vladimir, Guerrero, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., 6-4 to four Blue Jays lead. Then a single by Grant Randall Grigic scores uh, uh, scores uh, Guriel Jr. to make it uh, and scores Guriel Jr. and Travis Shaw to make it eight to four Blue Jays lead. And but then Nunez does it again with a double, his second of the year, as he scores Kevin Puwecki, um in the bottom of the sixth to make it eight to five eight to five Red Sox lead or eight to five Blue Jays lead. Sorry. Then Michael Chavis, Michael Chavis singles into center field to score JBJ, make it eight to six. Blue Jays still lead. And then Peraza scores into a ground out to a or forced ground out to score Munez, make it eight to seven. Uh, Blue Jays lead, but that's where the final score would stand as they fall short of the rally in the top of the seventh inning. And the final score of this one, the first doubleheader or well. Yeah, first doubleheader of twenty or uh, twenty twenty four. The Red Sox eight to seven. Blue Jays win. All right, all right. So the Blue Jays scored eight runs on eleven hits and committed no errors, while the Red Sox scored seven hits on eleven hit or seven runs on eleven hits, but committed an error. All right, all right. So Alex Verdugo led off and played right field. He went two for three. Zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and struck out once. And then batting second and playing third base was uh, Rafael Devers. He went 0 for 3. Zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and struck out once. And then batting third and playing shortstop was uh, Xander Bogarts. He went 0 for 4. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And then batting fourth and playing DH was uh, J.D. Martinez. He went 0 for 4. 0 for 4, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and struck out twice. Then batting 5th and playing catcher was uh, Kevin Pulwecki. He went 2 for 4, 2 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and struck out once. Struck out once, yeah, that's right. And then batting 6th and playing center field was uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. He went 1 for 4, 1 run, 1 RBI, 0 walks, and struck out once. Then batting left and playing, uh, or batting seventh, playing left field was uh, Jaro Munez. He went three for free, so good night, good day from him. Uh, three runs, three RBIs, zero walks, and struck out zero times. And then batting uh, eighth and playing first base was a uh, Michael or uh, Michael Chavis. He went two for free, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and struck out once. And then batting ninth and playing second base was a uh, Jose Peraza, he went one for free, or one run, two RBIs, zero walks, and struck out zero times. And then, as I said, doubles by uh, Kevin Puecki, his fourth off of Roark, and then Chavis in the, his second year off of Roark, and then uh, Peraza, his eighth off of Roark, and then Munez off of uh, his second off of Merriweather. Yeah. Then a home run by Jaro Munez. His first of the year in the second inning off of Tanner Roark with one on and two out. All right, and then pitching. Let's get into this. Zach Gali uh, started today. He went three innings. Not a quality start. Five runs. Four or five, 
five hits, four runs, four earned runs, walked one person, struck out four, gave up two home runs, and left the game with an 8.18 ERA. So not great. Not a great quality start. Jeffrey Springs came in and pitched two innings, two hits, one run, one earned run. He He didn't walk anybody. He struck out one person. He gave up zero home runs and left the game with a 7.90 ERA. Then Marcus Walden came in and pitched 0.2 innings pitched. Three hits, three runs. None of them were earned. He walked one person, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 11.17 ERA. And then Robert Stock, Stock, or Robert Stock, Robert Stock. I can't talk. Robert Stock came in and pitched 1.1 innings pitched. One hit, one run, or zero runs, zero earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 6.14 ERA. All right. Blue Jays box scores. All right. Kevin Biggio, son of Hall of Famer Craig Biggio, uh, led off and played second base. He went one for four. One run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And then batting second and playing center field, who's also on my fantasy team, Randall Gritchick. He went two for four, one run, two RBIs, zero walks, and struck out zero times. Oh, so he kind of helped me on fantasy. That is if I started him on that day, but maybe. I don't know. All right, and then Rowdy Telez batted third and played first base. He went two for three, zero runs, one RBI, zero, ro- zero, walks, walk, zero, zero walks, and struck out zero times. And then batting fourth and playing right field is Teoscar Hernandez. He went 0 for three. Zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and struck out twice. And then batting fifth and playing DH, the son of Hall of Famer Vlad Guerrero, or Vladimir Guerrero, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., he went one for four, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out twice. And then pinch running and playing DH also was Jonathan Folar. He did not get in a bat whatsoever, so there's not a point going over his stats. And then... Batting uh, six and playing left field was a uh, Loris Goriel Jr., brother of Yor- Yor- or Yuri Goriel Jr. or Yuri Goriel of the Houston Astros went one or zero for free. He did score a run, zero RBIs, one walk, and struck out once. And then former Red Sox uh, Travis Shaw batted seven to play third base. He went three for four, so a good day from him. Two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and struck out once. And then batting eighth and playing uh, shortstop was uh, Joe Panic. He went one for two, one run, one RBI, one walk, and struck out zero times. And then batting ninth and playing catcher was Danny Jansen. He went one for three. He did score a run, two RBIs, zero walks, and struck out zero times. All right, and as I said, doubles by uh, Randall Bridget. Off of Godley and then Travis Shaw off of Tra- or uh, Jeffrey Springs, then home runs by Travis Shaw in the second inning off of uh, Zach Godley with zero on and two out, and then Danny Jansen's home run in the second inning also off of uh, Zach Godley with one on and two out. All right, pitching. Tanner Roark came in and pitched four point one innings pitch, seven hit gave up seven hits, surrendered four runs, all four of those runs were earned. He walked one person, struck out six, gave up zero home run, or gave up one home run, 
and left the game with a 5.74 ERA. All right. Julian, or Julian Merriweather pitched 0.2 innings pitch, four, hit, four hits, three runs. All three of those runs were earned. He walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a free point at 38 ERA. A.J. Cole came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. He walked one person, struck out zero people, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.02 ERA. And then, let's see. Anthony Bass came in and pitched a one or one inning, zero run or zero hits, zero runs, no earned runs. He walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a two point thirty seven ERA. All right, the win goes to AJ Cole, his second of the year. Um, the loss gets slapped to Zach Godley, his uh, fourth of the year, so he's now zero four. And then the save goes to Anthony Bass, his fifth of the year. So, very, so yeah. Oh, I shouldn't say very good, yeah. All right, so game one. All right. How much time we got? I think we can put in game two of this doubleheader. All right. So, game two of this doubleheader. And this time, for the first time in Red Sox history, the Red Sox are the away team at Fenway Park. Because, yeah, now, because of the rules now, since – the Red Sox uh, were the home team and played game one. In the second game, they would act as the away team. So the Blue Jays at Fenway Park are the home team. Yeah, it's pretty weird. This is 2020 for you. Just, yeah. All right. All right. So let's, uh, let's get to it. All right. In the top of the second inning, Suwei Lin hits a ground roll double to get the ball run for the Red Sox into right center field. Christian Vasquez scores. JD, uh, JBJ deferred. Uh, one nothing Red Sox lead in the top of the third. Michael Chavis singles in to a uh, center field to score. Rafael Devers, Christian Vasquez the second two nothing Red Sox lead, and then Rowdy Telez hits a ho- solo homer his seventh of the year in to a uh, left field two to one Red Sox two to one Red Sox still leads. He's been a Red Sox killer these few years, last couple of years. All right. Then batting, and then the top of the fifth, a pickoff error by uh, Risa McGuire scores Jaro Munez to make it three to one Red Sox lead. But then the Blue Jays do at, get inch a little bit closer to the lead as uh, Jonathan Villar singles a ground ball in the center field to score uh, Randall Gritchick. But that's where the final score would stand as the Red Sox finally break a five game losing streak. And being as they were the away team, do win a game, but I don't think Dirty Water being played in the background. I don't think, yeah. So three of the two Red Sox win. But anyway, let's play Dirty Water. Anyway, yeah. All right. Then, so the Red Sox scored three hits on seven runs but commit and commit no errors, while the Blue Jays scored two runs on six hits and committed an error. Red Sox box scores. All right, so Alex Verdugo led off and played DH. He went 0 for 4. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out one. So I think his hidden streak, streak is now over, I believe. All right. Then batting second and playing right field was Jaro Munez. He went 3 for 4. He's had a good day on Friday. 
Yeah, he scored a run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out zero times. I'm impressed by this Munez dude. Yeah. All right, and then batting third and playing third base, coincidentally, uh, was Rafael Devers. He went 0 for 3. He did score a run, no RBIs, one walk, and struck out once. And then catching, and then uh, batting fourth and playing catcher was a uh, Christian Vasquez. He went one for two. He did score, scored a run, zero RBIs, two walks, and struck out zero times. And then batting sixth, or yeah, batting fifth and playing second base was Michael Chavis. He went one for three, zero runs, zero, one RBI, zero walks, and struck out once. And then batting sixth and playing center field was Jackie Bradley Jr. He went one for two. Zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and struck out once. And then batting uh, seventh and playing uh, first base was Bobby Dahlback. He went 0 for 3. Uh, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And then batting eighth and playing uh, left field was uh, Zhu Wei Lin. He went 1 for 3. Zero runs, one RBI, or one RBI, one walk, or zero walks, and struck out once. And then batting Ninth and playing shortstop was Jonathan Aruz. He went 0 for 3. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out twice. All right. Then, as I said, a double by Zhu Wei Lin off of uh, Ross Tripling. Uh, got, and a uh, double also off of Ross Tripling by uh, Munez. Uh, kind of got things rolling. That was the only extra base hits that they got. They did not score any homers. All right. And then pitching-wise... So Joe, De- so basically the pitcher related to Joe DiMaggio, Chris Mazza, uh, pitched four innings, gave up three hits, surrendered one run. That one run was earned. He uh, walked one person, struck out two, gave up one home run, and left the game with a six point zero ERA. Then Josh Taylor came in and pitched an inning, no hits, no runs, no earned runs. He walked nobody, struck out nobody, or struck out one person, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 7.11 ERA. Robinson Lear uh, came in and pitched one one inning. He had two hits, surrendered one run. That one run was earned. He walked two people, struck out three, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 6.00 ERA. And coming in and pitching in the ninth for one inning was Matt Barnes. He won. Uh, he uh, gave up zero hits, surrendered uh, zero runs, or gave up one hit, surrendered zero runs, uh, gave up zero walks. He struck out one person, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a four point fifty ERA. Blue Jay scores. All right. All right. So pitching, or then uh, leading off and playing second base was Craig Biggio's son, Kevin Biggio. He went one for four. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out twice. Then batting second and playing center field was a uh, Randall Gritchick. He won one for free. One run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out zero times. Then batting third and playing first base was a uh, Rowdy Telez. He won one for two. One run, one RBI, one walk, and struck out zero times. And then pinch running for him and... Uh, I'm not really sure where. Yeah, hold on. Pinch running for him in the sixth inning was uh, uh, San Diego Espinal. He did not get in a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his stats. And then um, 
Batting fourth and playing DH was uh, T. Oscar Hernandez. He went 0 for free. Three run, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out twice. Batting uh, fifth and playing shortstop was Johnson Villar. He went one for free. One RB, or zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and struck out once. Batting sixth and playing left field was a uh, Yoris Coriel Jr. He went one for two, one for two, zero runs, one RBI, one walk, and struck out zero times. Batting seventh and playing right field was a uh, Derek Fisher. He went 0 for two, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and struck out once. And then uh, batting eighth and playing uh, third and first base was uh, Travis Shaw. He went one for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out zero times. And then catching, and then batting ninth and playing catcher was Reese McGuire. He went uh, 0 for two, zero runs, zero RBIs, one zero walks, and struck out once. And then pinch hitting for him was Vlad Guerrero Jr. He went uh, 0 for one, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks. And struck out zero times. All right. Let's see. Then the extra base hits that they got was a double by uh, Randall Gritchick in the his in the eighth inning off of uh, Robinson Lear. And then a home run by Rowdy Telez in the fourth inning off of Chris Mazza with zero on and one out. All right. All right. So the pitching-wise, Ross Stripling, yeah, host of the Big Swingers podcast. Yeah, so yeah, I got to listen to a pretty neat podcast. Yeah, pretty neat dude. Yeah, he uh, started uh, for the Blue Jay, or for the Blue Jays tonight. Came over from the uh, for the Dodgers. He uh, went. He uh, pitched four point one inning pitch. He gave up six hits, surrendered three runs. All three of those runs were earned. He walked two people, struck out four, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a five point sixty eight ERA. And then. This dude, Sean Reed Foley, pitched 1.2 innings pitch, no hits, no runs, no earned runs, walked two people, struck out four, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 0.00 ERA. Wilmer Font, yeah, oh, yeah. Wilmer Fonte pitched a 1.0 innings pitch, one hit, zero runs, zero earned runs. He walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs. And left the game with a 9.00 ERA. All right. All right. So the win goes to Josh Taylor, his first of the year. So now he's one and one. So very good. A loss goes to Ross Stripling, his uh, second of the year. So now he's three for two. And then the save goes to Matt Barnes, his fourth of the year. So very good. All right. So very good. So yeah. So basically, Something you have never seen before at Fenway Park, and it happened tonight. And it happened on Friday night. Red Sox acted as the away team at Fenway Park. Who with this history? I love this Jaro Munez dude. A free hit game. Yeah, so basically he has been dealing, especially in this doubleheader. Yeah. The guy can rape. Yeah. I would I would consider keeping this dude. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's it for Friday's game. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, Saturday's game and the late heroics of Sander Bogarts. 
All right, we are back. So we just turned on the Cubs game and have it on mute on my uh, tablet. So, yeah, they are losing 6-3 to three to the – yeah, they just committed an error and scored another run, and now Josh Hader is on uh, – or uh, no, not uh, not Josh Hader up. Harrison Bader is on second base. And uh, let's see, Lance Ta- – or wait, no, no, hey. Yeah, so yeah, Bader's on third. Yeah, so runners on first and second, or first and third. And that would be the third straight they lost to the Cubs. Yeah, they got to play another one tomorrow. Make up all those games that they uh, lost because of COVID. Maybe you Cardinals shouldn't be gambling on the boat. <laughs> all right, so back to, yeah, Red Sox baseball, because this is a Red Sox baseball podcast. Yeah. Not everything else podcast, even though the Cubs are my favorite National League team. All right. So game, so Saturday's game between the Red Sox and the Blue Jays. Looked like it was down for a moment, but then late hit inning heroics basically saved the day. So let's get over it. So to begin with in the second inning, Teoscar Hernandez uh, got the ball rolling offensively for the Blue Jays as he homers into center field, one nothing Blue Jays lead. But then the Red Sox got on the board, too. J.D. Martinez homers into center field to uh, tie the game up 1-1. So now he's starting to rake now. Then Jackie Bradley Jr. Jr. homers to score Christian Vasquez, make it 3-1 uh, Red Sox lead. Then Bobby Dahlback got his second career home run as he homers into left field, make it 4-1 Red Sox lead. Then former Red Sox Travis Shaw doubles to score Teoscar or to score uh, Rowdy Telez, make it four to two Blue Jay or four to two Red Sox lead. Then Rafael Devers doubles in a, or a couple of runs, make it six to two uh, Red Sox lead. He scores Alex Verdugo and uh, Bobby Dahlback. So yeah, now he's starting to rake now. And then this is where everything hits down south. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. homers. Into center field to score Rowdy Telez and Teoscar Hernandez. Make it a one-run lead. Six to five. Red Sox still lead. And then a tie game on a Teoscar Hernandez single to uh score Randall Grigic. Um, make it a six. Yeah, so on a front, yeah. yeah. So six, six, six. Then Joe Panic doubles in the top of the seventh as well to break open the lead. Teoscar Hernandez scores 7 to 6, Blue Jays lead. Then Lower Scoriel singles in to, uh, to uh, Michael Chavis to score uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr., make it 8 to 6, uh, Blue Jays lead. Then the bottom of the seven, uh, Rafael Devers homers on a, uh, on a drive in the center field, run on one run lead, 8 to 7, Blue Jays lead. Then, did they get another run after that? Oh, no, no. Yeah, they didn't. And then uh, Sander Bogarts comes in in the clutch and homers in the bottom of the ninth and ties the game up. Give this man a lifetime contract, why don't you? Yeah, 8-8, eight to eight, tie ball game. And then uh, Jaro Nunez hits an infield or grounds into an infielder's choice. Uh, third baseman... Travis Shaw froze the home, but he's not in time. 
Christian Vasquez scores. Red Sox walk it off their second time of the year. Red Sox win, play dirty water this time. What a great night at Fenway. All right. So nine to eight, Red Sox win. They are 14 and 27 at that point. So they scored nine runs on 15 hits and commit two errors, while the Blue Jays scored eight runs on 16 hits and commit an error. Red Sox stats. All right. Let, or, uh, Alex Verdugo led off and played right field. He went two for five. He scored a run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. Then batting second and playing third base was uh, uh, Rafael Devers. He went two for five. One run, three RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And then uh, batting third and playing shortstop was Sander Bogarts. He went one for five. One run. Zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And then batting uh, fourth and playing uh, DH was uh, J.D. Martinez. He went two for free. One run, one RBI, two walks, and struck out zero times. And then batting or then pinch running for him was Jose Peraza. He did not get a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his stats. And then uh, Christian Vasquez batted uh, fifth and played catcher. He went three for five. Two runs. Three or zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And then batting, or then uh, then batting six and playing left field was uh, Jaro Munez. He went one for five, so he's been having a couple of few games. Zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and struck out once. And then batting uh, eight, or then batting seven to playing right field was a uh, JBJ or Jackie Bradley Jr. He went one for three. One run, zero or one run, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, one run, yeah, all right, one run, two RBIs, one walk, and struck out zero times, and then batting uh eighth and playing uh second base was a uh, Michael Chavis. He went one for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once, and then batting ninth and playing first base was a uh, Bobby Dahlback. He went two for four. Zero or two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and struck out once. Then, as we said, doubles by Alex Verdugo, uh, uh, Rafael Devers, um, and then Rafael Devers, as we said, and then homers by J- JD Martinez, his fourth of the year off of in the second inning off of Chase Anderson with zero on and two one out, so a lead off. Yeah, so he basically broke up the. Um, yeah, gave them the first base hit of the game in the second. Then JBJ, his uh, fifth in the second inning off of Chase Anderson with one on and one out. Then Bobby Dahlback, his second in the year in the second inning off of Chase Anderson. Zero on and two out. Then Rafael Devers, his seventh of the year in the seventh inning off of uh, Shun Yamaguchi with zero on and zero out. Then Rafael Devers, his ninth of the year in the ninth inning off of Anthony Bass with zero on and zero out. And basically the type the turnaround homer, a turning point. All right. Yeah. All right. And all right. So Ryan, what or uh, well, let me do something real quick.
sure. All right, so pitching, uh, Ryan Weber, Ryan, Ryan Weber pitched five innings. He gave up five hits, surrendered two runs. All two of those runs were earned. He walked one person, struck out two, gave up one home run, and left the game with a 5.45 ERA. Josh Taylor came in and pitched one inning, gave up three hits, surrendered three runs. Uh, all three of those runs were earned. One walk, struck out nobody, gave up one home run, and left the game with a nine point eighty two ERA. Yeah, just after the just after a couple twenty four hours later, after pitching pretty good. Yes, right, Phillips Valdez came in and pitched zero point two innings pitch, gave him four hits, surrendered three runs. All three of those runs were earned. He walked two people, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a three point eighteen ERA. He has been struggling lately. Man, come on, Bills Valdez. All right, let's see. Let me do something real quick. All right. Let's see. Uh, all right. All right, we're back. All right, so here we are. So back. All right, so Robert Stock came in and pitched 0.1 innings pitch. Gave up a hit, surrendered zero runs. All zero of those runs were earned. He did not give up a zero earned run. He walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 5.87 ERA. Then Matt Kickham came in and pitched two innings, three runs, or three hits. Or what? Is it Mike, Matt Kickham or Mike Kickham? Mike Kickham came in and pitched oh, two, point, or two innings, three hits on zero runs. Zero earned runs. He walked two people, struck out four, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 5.40 ERA. All right. Blue Jays stats. All right. Uh, Jonathan Villar, or Jonathan Villar uh, led off and played shortstop. He went uh, one for six. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And then uh, batting uh, second and playing uh, – uh, center field was a uh, Randall Grichik. He went two for six, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. Then batting third and playing DH was Rowdy Telez. He went three for five, two runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and struck out zero times. And then batting fourth and playing uh, right field was Teoscar Hernandez. He went three for five, three runs, two RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And then uh, batting six and or batting fifth and playing uh, third base was former Red Sox uh, Travis Shaw. He went two for five, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and struck out once. Then batting six and playing first base was Vladimir Guerrero, son Vladdy Jr. He went one for two or one for three, two runs, three RBIs, two walks, and struck out once. And then batting seventh and playing second base was Joe Panic. He went uh, two for five, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and struck out zero times. And then batting eighth and playing catcher was uh, Danny Jansen. He went 0 for three, three, three runs or zero runs, zero RBIs, one or zero walks, and struck out zero times. 
And then uh, pitch hitting for or pitch hitting for him was a uh, uh, Kevin Bijo, Craig Bijo's son. He did not get at bat whatsoever because that one at bat was a walk, so it didn't really count. So one walk. Then uh, catching for him or substituting catching for him was a uh, Caleb Joseph. He did not get at bat whatsoever because that one at bat was a walk, so it did not count. Then batting ninth and playing uh, left field was a. Uh, Derek Fisher, he went one for one, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and struck out zero times. And then, and then, uh, pitch hit, or pitch hitting for him and playing left field also was a uh, Loris Coriel Jr. He went one for three, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and struck out once. All right. The extra base hits that they got was doubles by uh, Derek Fisher, Travis Shaw. He had two. And Joe Panic, and then a home run by uh, Teoscar Hernandez, his 14th in the second inning, off of a, uh, then and then off of a uh, Ryan Weber with zero on and zero out, and then uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. in the sixth inning or his sixth of the year in the sixth inning off of uh, Josh Taylor with two on and one out. All right, pitching Chase Anderson got the start today or got the start tonight or start that night, uh, pitched four innings. Gave up nine hits, surrendered six runs. All six of those runs were earned. He walked one person, struck out struck out three, gave up three home runs, and left the game with a 4.94 ERA. Sun Yamaguchi pitched three innings, gave up four hits, surrendered surrendered uh one run or one run. That one run was earned. He walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with 3.93 ERA. Anthony K came in and pitched an inning. He gave up a hit, surrendered zero runs. All zero of those runs were earned. He walked one person, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.60 or 60 ERA. And then coming in and pitching the ninth for basically the win slash save was Anthony Bass. He uh, pitched 0.1 innings pitch. He gave up a hit, surrendered two runs. Uh, one of those runs was earned. He walked one person, struck out nobody, gave up one home run, and left the game with a 2.79 ERA. The win goes to uh, Matt Kickham, or Mike Kickham, his first of the year. So now he's 1-0. And then the loss goes to, uh, or loss goes to uh, Anthony Bass, his uh, first of the year. So now he's 2-3, and, uh, and, and he gets a blown save his second of the year. So I've been looking at this too. That's why I was kind of stuttering around like uh, Michael Chavis and stuff like that. It looks like everybody on the everybody on the lineup tonight actually got a base hit. Yeah. So basically, everybody at least got a base hit or more. Like the most was uh, by a uh, Christian Vasquez who had three. Well, Peraza didn't have any, but he didn't get a bat whatsoever. So I mean, so there he it didn't really count. Yeah, he only pitch run. That's why he was on. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty neat. I've never seen that before. I I only see that on like stuff like MLB the Show, but yeah, that's kind of neat. Nobody did. Nobody went over. That's legit. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So great walk off win. I think this is the second one of the year. So I believe. Yeah, the last one was against the Blue Jays. 
yeah, we walked, they walked off against them too. So pretty neat. Yeah. Awesome. Very good. Yeah. All right. So a great Saturday night win. So very good. All right. We'll go to break and then uh, come back and talk about uh, Sunday's game and a little of uh, other stuff too. So don't go anywhere. All right. So we're back. Talk about Sunday's game and wrap it up. All right. So late hip or late any heroics from Sander Bogarts and others made it so this wasn't totally a loss, but still in the end, Red Sox couldn't get it done. Matt Hall came in in relief and basically bleeped it up. So to the point where the Red Sox lost the game and the final score was 10 to eight Red Sox lose or the Red Sox lose to go over the game or game summary. All right. So, Kevin Puecki, right from the beginning, the bottom of the first inning, hit a solo homer to score uh, Sander Bogarts and uh, Jonathan Arus, make it 3 nothing Red Sox lead. They're up. Then Caleb Joseph in the third inning hits a solo bomb to get the Blue Jays on the board. Red Sox still lead, but by two runs, 3-2, to two, or 3-1. to one. And Then in the fourth inning, Bobby Dahlbeck gets his third career homer. Into right center field, make it four to one Blue Jay or four to one Red Sox lead, and then in the top of the fifth, this is where it just went south from here. Loris Gurriel's Jr. singles into uh, center field to score. Vladdy uh, Vlad Jr. and uh, just oh, just Vlad Jr. So it's four to two Red Sox still lead. Then. It went tied. Joe Panic singles into right field to score Rowdy Telez and uh, Travis Shaw, make it 4 4. Then a single by uh, Derek Fisher scores uh, uh, Loris Correales and uh, make it 5 4 or 5 4 uh, Blue Jays. Then Kevin Bijo doubles his 10th of the year to score Panic and Derek Fisher to make it 7 4. Or Blue Jays lead. Then Rowdy Telez homers a solo bomb, and it's now eight to four in the sixth inning. Yeah, so yeah, in the sixth inning, eight to four. Then a ground out or in a forced ground out uh, scores. Uh, Travis Shaw make it nine to four. Red nine to four Blue Jays lead. Then Derek Fisher singles to score. Uh, Loris Correales Jr. make it ten to four. In the top of the six, in the bottom of the six, um, Jose Peraza sack fly, hits a sack fly in the center field to score. Michael Chavis make it ten to five. Uh, Blue Jays still lead. Then in the bottom of the eighth, Peraza does it again with a homer, his first of the year in the tenth inning. In the eighth inning, uh, ten to six, Red Sox still trail by four. Then then Sander Bogarts hits a two run homer to score. Jonathan Arus. He does it again. Give this man a contract. Get make this guy a Red Sox for life. Just I don't care how how much it takes. Ten to eight, Blue Jays lead, but that's where the final score would stand. Blue Jays score ten runs on fifteen hits and commit one error, while the Red Sox score eight run eight runs on ten hits, but do not commit an error. All right, so leading off and playing right field was uh, Jaro Munez. 
He went one for one, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out zero times. And the reason why he only got in at bat was because in the first inning he got the leadoff uh, hit and basically he injured himself to the point where like he had to lead the game. And then coming in and pinch running for him and playing uh, second base and taking his spot on the lineup was Jonathan Aruz. He went uh, 0 for 0 for 1. He did score two runs. He uh, got zero RBIs. He walked three times. That's why the his bats are so low. So he, so the bats are low. And he struck out once. And then batting second and playing DH and catcher was Christian Vasquez. He went 0 for 5. Zero runs. Zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out twice. And then uh, batting third and playing shortstop was a uh, two for five. He or was Xander Bo- or playing shortstop was uh, Xander Bogarts. He went two for five, two runs, two RBIs, zero walks, and struck out zero times. And then batting fourth and or then back fourth and playing left or left right field was uh, JD Martinez. He went zero for five, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And then batting sixth, or then, yeah. Well, actually, no, batting fifth and playing a catcher was uh, Kevin Powecki. He went two for three, one run, three RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And he had to leave the game because he was hit by a pitch. It kind of, like, messed him up, too. Um, so, Brian, Brian Brazier uh, came in to hit for him, but he did not get that bat. And thank God, because pitchers should not be allowed to hit. And then... Um, uh, Craig, oh, Craig, or uh, Craig Kimbo's pitcher for the Cubs. All right. All right, then uh, batting, then pinch hitting four. Um, Ryan Brazier was uh, Alex Verdugo. He went 0 for 1, so he did not get anything. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out zero times. And then uh, Marcus Walden came in and pitched two, but he did not get any bat whatsoever. He, so, yeah, there's no point going over that. Thank God, because pitcher should not be allowed to hit. As I said, then batting six and playing first base was a uh, uh, Michael Chavis. He went two for free, one run, zero RBIs, two walks, and struck out zero times. And then batting uh, six or batting seventh and playing center field was a uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. He went one for five, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and struck out twice. And then batting third and then batting uh, eighth and playing third base was a uh, Bobby Dahlback. He went one for four, one run. One RBI, one walk, and struck out twice. And then uh, batting, let's see, batting ninth and playing uh, second and left field was uh, Jose Peraza. He won one for two, one run, two RBIs, one walk, and struck out once. All right. Then homers by Kevin Puecki, his first of the year in the first inning off of Robbie Ray with two on and two out. Then Bobby Dalbeck his bird in the fourth inning off of Robbie Ray with zero on and one out. And then Jose Peraza, his first in the eighth inning off of A.J. Cole with zero on and uh, zero out. Then Xander Bogarts, his tenth of the year in the eighth inning off of A.J. Cole with one on and one out. So very good. All right. Oh, David Ross is on too, former Red Sox as well. Rossi, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's a Jim Bean commercial. Okay, never. All right. All right. So, yeah. So, the only extra base hits that they got. All right. 
Pitching for the Red Sox to start off with was uh, Andrew Triggs. He went three innings, so he did not get a quality start. Three three hits, gave up one run. That one run was earned. He walked two people, struck out four, gave up one home run, and left the game with a 9.95 ERA. Matt Hall came in and pitched 1.2 inning pitch, four hits, six runs. All six of those runs were earned. He walked four people, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 19.89 ERA. Then Robinson Lear came in and pitched 1.0.1 innings pitch. He gave up four hits, surrendered three runs. All three of those runs were earned. He walked one person, struck out nobody, gave up one home run, and left the game with a 13.50 ERA. And then Jeffrey Springs came in and pitched an inning, gave up a hit. He did not give up a run. He gave, gave up, so which means he did not give up any earned runs. He walked two people, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 7.36 ERA. Austin Bryce came in and pitched an inning. He gave up two hits, surrendered zero runs. All zero of those runs were earned. He walked nobody, struck out nobody, or struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 6.38 ERA. All right, Ryan Brazier came in and pitched an inning. He gave up a hit, surrendered a run, or surrendered no runs, he surrendered no earned runs. He walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.32 ERA. Marcus Walden came in and pitched 0.1 innings pitch. He gave up zero home or zero hits, surrendered zero runs. All zero of those runs were earned. He walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 10.813 ERA. All right. Blue Jays. All right. And this game took four hours and 24 minutes. So by the time you were getting ready for dinner, yeah. The game was about to be over. That's how bad this game was. I think that actually eclipsed the longest game this season. So I think it was like the I think the race game. I think the first game that they played. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry, this is a little late. All right. Blue Jays. Um. So yeah, blue. Blue Jays stats. Uh, leading off and playing center field was uh Kevin Bjo. He went one for five. Uh, uh, I eat a hair. Give uh, up one hit. Or, uh, he uh, went one for five, zero runs, two RBIs, zero walks, and struck out twice. Then batting second and playing shortstop was uh, Jonathan Villar. He went one for three, zero runs, six, zero, RB, or zero runs, zero RBIs, three walks, and struck out once. And then batting Third and playing uh, first base was uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. He went 0 for 5. He did score a run. He uh, got zero RBIs, walked once, and struck out three times. Then batting fourth and playing DH was uh, Rowdy Telez. He went 3 for 6. Two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and struck out once. Then batting uh, fifth and playing third base was uh, Travis Shaw, former Red Sox. He went 1 for 5. Two runs. Zero RBIs, one walk, and struck out zero times. All right. Then batting six and playing left field was uh, Loris Gorielis Jr. He went to oh, 4 for six. Two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and struck out zero times. So he had a good day, too. All right. Then Joe Panic batted seventh and played second base. He went two for three. 
one run, two RBIs, two walks, and struck out zero times. Caleb Joseph came in and or Caleb Joseph uh, batted eighth and played catcher. He went uh, one for five, one run, two RBIs, zero walks, and struck out once. And then coming in and summoning him for him at catching was uh, Danny Jansen. He did not get that bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his stats. Then he's only hitting a buck 48. Oh, my Lord. And he hit a home run off of us on Friday. Lord, have mercy. And then have batting ninth and playing right field was uh, Derek Fisher. He went two for four, one run, two RBIs, one walk, and struck out twice. All right, so doubles by uh, Kevin B- Kevin Bijo off of Lear and Panic and Panic got a double off of Bryce. Then homers by Col- uh, Caleb Joseph in the third inning off of Andrew Triggs, but zero on and zero out. Then Rowdy Chalez's homer in the sixth inning, his sixth of the year, off of uh, Robinson Lear with zero on and zero out. All right, pitching. Robbie Ray came in and or started the game for the Blue Jays and pitched four innings. So not quality of sparks. Gave up six hits, surrendered four runs. All four of those runs were earned. He walked. He walked uh, two. He walked uh, three people. Struck out five. Gave up two home runs and left the game with a seven point fifty one ERA. Wilmer Fonte pitched a one point or Wilmer Font came in and pitched one inning or one point one innings. Two hits, one run. That one run was earned. He walked two people, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with an 8.78 ERA. Thomas Hatch came in and pitched 1.2 innings pitch. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. He walked uh, one person, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.33 ERA. A.J. Cole came in and pitched 0.2 innings pitch. Gave him two hits, surrendered two runs, all or surrendered three runs. All three of those runs were earned. He walked one person, struck out nobody, gave up two home runs, and left the game with a 2.45 ERA. Ryan Borecki came in and pitched an inning, pitched 0.1 innings pitch, and nothing. So zero runs or zero hits, zero runs, zero earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.53 ERA. Then uh, Rafael Dallas came in and pitched 1.1 innings pitch in the ninth. No run or no hits, no runs, no earned runs. He walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.86 ERA. Right. So the win goes to Thomas Hatch, his third of the year. So now he's one for or three for one. The loss gets slapped to Matt Hall, so the Hall pass did not work again. So he's now 0-2. And the save goes to uh, Rafael Dallas, his uh, second of the year. All right. So, yeah, as we said, this was the longest game in time-wise in Red Sox uh, for, for the Red Sox this season. Four innings and 24 minutes. Yeah, longest this year. So that matches, I think, the – let's see. Which game was it? I think it was the first game against the Rays. It was darn it. That's not what I wanted. It was yeah. It was the August the tenth game. That one that went yeah. That eight to seven game yeah. We lost yeah. That 
game went forever. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah, they talk about they always talk about that they want to like shorten the game, but here they are having like four hour games. Yeah. Come on, Uncle Manfred. Yeah. Going back to Xander Bogarts, another yeah, another day where like he came in in the late inning and basically delivered and gave almost gave the Red Sox a chance to scratch and claw scratch and claw their way back into this game, even though they eventually lost. He still gave them hope. He still gave him hope with his two-run homer. And if I'm the Red Sox, I wouldn't consider trading him. I would not consider trading Sandra Bogarts. Keep this dude. He is an asset. That's where you want to build your team around him and Rafael Devers, stuff like that, and maybe uh, Michael Chavis and uh, Bobby Dahlback. That's who you want to build your team around. Don't trade him. That's all I'm saying. All right. So we'll go to break, and then – Talk about who has the best and worst ERA and uh, fantasy stats and stuff like that, and then wrap up the show. So you got, yeah, we get ready for Tuesday's or Tuesday's doubleheader games. Yeah, so yeah, doubleheaders, and then yeah, so basically have days off in between the two or in between Tuesday. Yeah. All right. All right, we're back. So kind of get ready to wrap up the show. Let's go over the standings. So right now in the AL East, we are in last place with a 14-28 and 28 record. So not great. So let's go over the AL East. Then we'll go over the rest of the MLB standings. All right. So Tampa Bay leads the division with a 28-13 and 13 record. And then five games back of the division is the Toronto Blue Jays with a 22-18 and 18 record. And then the Yankees, they've been slipping. In. They're inferred right now with a 21-19 and 19 record with... Six and a half games back. Then the then the Orioles are uh, in fourth place with eight and a half games back with a nineteen and twenty one record, and we're in last place with fourteen uh back and then uh with a fourteen and twenty eight record. Yeah, so not great. Right. In the NL AL Central, uh, the White Sox are uh, in first place. They have been doing good. The White Sox. Do you think there's going to be another takeover of Chicago now? Yeah, is a new team taking over Chicago now? I'm not sure, but they are in first place in their division with a 26 and 15 record. Um, the Indians are a half game back or half game back of them with 25 and fi- 25 and 15. The Twins are a half a game back or a one and a half games back with a 25 and 17 record in third place. The Tigers are two games back or a six and a half games back. And are um, in fourth place with an 18 20 record. Then the Royals are in the basement of the division with uh, 12 games back and are 14 and 27. Right. Then in the AL West, it is the A's leading the division with a 24 or 23 and 14 record. Then the Cheating Astros are three and a half games back and in second place with a 21 and 19 record. Then in third place is the Mariners with a six and a half or six and a half games back and are 20, 18 and 22. They are, yeah, so yeah. And then in fourth place are the Angels with a 17 and 25 record and are eight and a half games back. And in last place is the Texas Rangers with a 13 and 26 record and are 11 games back. Then in the National League, in the NL, NL East, it is the Braves winning or leading their division 
and are 24 and 16 in second place and three games back are the Phillies with a 19 and a 19 and 17 record. Then in third place and with four and a half games back are the Marlins with a 17 and 18 record. Then the and then in fourth place are the Mets five and a half games back with a 19 and 22 record. And in last place are the defending World Series champions, the Washington Nationals, nine and a half games back, are in, and are fourteen and twenty-five. First two worst, yeah. <laughs> well, they weren't really first in their division, but still, yeah, I kind of get what you mean, yeah. yeah. In the NL Central, uh, the Cubs are leading their division and are uh, 20, 23 and seventeen, but possibly not for long. I don't know. Like, yeah, they're losing right now, it's seven to three. Jeez. Come on, Cubbies. Yeah. All right. So the Cardinals are behind them with two and a half games back with a 16 and 15 record. Man, they're kind of catching up. Then the Brewers are in third place with a uh, four and a half games back and are 18 and 22. What happened here? Oh, there we go. <laughs> we lost the feed. No. <laughs> and then uh, in fourth place are the Reds. With five and a half games back and are eighteen and twenty-three, man. With all the signings that they got, yeah, and they're still out of it. What what's going on? Maybe getting the best players doesn't really, yeah. And then in last place are the Pirates. They have um, less wins than the Red Sox do, but they are still have less losses than we do. So they are uh, nine and a half games back and are thirteen and twenty-six. Then in the NL West, the best team in baseball right now and the first team to get 30 wins this year are the L.A. Dodgers. They're in first place with a 30-11 and 11 record. So Mookie Betts is having a fun year, yeah. Then uh, right behind him with five and a half games back are the San Diego Padres, the Slam Diego Padres uh, with a 25-17 and 17 record. Then in third are the San Francisco Giants, 10 and a half games back, or 10 games back with a 20-21 and 21 record. Yeah, Cardi Yastrzemski's grandson is playing on that team, Mike Yastrzemski. Then uh, in the fourth inning, the Colorado Rockies are in, in the four, in fourth place are the Rockies, 10 games back also, but have a 19-20 and 20 record. And then in last place in the NL West with 15 games back are the Diamondbacks with a 15-26 and 26 record. All right. All right. So let's go. If the playoffs were to begin today, what would it look like? All right. So here we are. Here are the standings. So your first seed in the NF so your first seed in the AL is the Tampa Bay Rays, second seed the Oakland Athletics, third seed the White Sox, fourth seed the Indians, fifth seed the Astros, sixth seed the Yankees, seven seed, the Twins, and the eighth seed is the Blue Jays. What the ball? Yeah, what the ball? All right. All right, so the A's or the Rays would take on the Blue Jays, so a division, yeah, for a best of three in the wild card round. The A's would take on the Twins. White Sox would take on the Yankees. And then the Astros against the Indians. This is what I'm kind of thinking because this is what the NBA kind of does too, and – it's kind of the seeding too, so yeah. yeah. But it's not going to be a best of seven. Yeah, it's gonna, I think the first round, the wild card round, is supposed to be a best of three. So whoever wins two moves on, 
And then, so kind of like the College World Series championship game. And then the division round would be, as usual, best of five. So whoever wins three moves on. And then the league championship and the World Series would be still best of seven. So, yeah. So just a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And that's why I kind of fall with the wild card round. Why don't do a best of three? Just to kind of make it sound like just not like a one game winner take all wild card game. Wild card game. I hate the. I even hated it. Even to begin with. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. And then the NL, in the NL, the Dodgers are the first seed. Braves the second seed. Uh, Cubs the third. Uh, the fourth seed is the Padres. The fifth seed is the Phillies. Sixth seed is the Cardinals. Seventh seed, the Marlins. And your eighth seed, oh, the Rockies. Huh. So maybe trading Kempelar to the Rockies was kind of a little bit beneficial. But they're kind of, but they are being trailed by the Giants, so yeah. All right, all right. So if it were to end today, the Dodgers will face the Rockies in the first round, Braves, Marlins, Cubs, Cardinals. Oh, a rivalry game, and Padres, Phillies. All right, all right. So let's go to playoff seating or like overall record. Like who has the best record and who has the worst record. I already know who's going to have the worst record. <laughs> yeah. But you probably already know, too. MLB. All right. So in this order, so let's see. How much time do I have? All right, I'm good. I'm good on time. The segment. All right. So your best team in all of MLB are the L.A. Dodgers, then the Rays, White Sox, Indians, A's, Braves, Twins, Padres, Cubs, Blue Jays, Phillies, Astros, Yankee. Oh, go down. Go down. All right. I have to do it manually. All right. Then Cardinals, Giants, Rockies, Marlins, Orioles, Tigers, Mets, uh, Brewers, Mariners, Reds, Angels, Diamondbacks, Nationals. Let's see. All right. Then Royals, pi- Pirates, Rangers, and your worst team in all baseballs is yours truly, the Boston Red Sox. All right. So, yeah, at the same time, you know what? The con is, yeah, we're getting it. We're getting it all over social media. And especially, we can't, we can't even say Yankees suck anymore, especially when they're starting to do bad right now. We can't say it because, well, the Red Sox are doing better. Good point. Yeah, good point. Your pitching sucks. Yeah, that is true. Our pitching does is garbage. Yeah, yeah, I will yeah, say that, yeah. But still, the pro of this is if we do end up being the worst team ever this year or the worst team in baseball, we do get the number one draft pick. Yeah, so we are rewarded for tanking. Although, some, like, during the radio broadcast on Thursday – uh, Sean McDonald was getting on rant, kind of saying that uh, um, some reporters said, well, you know, if the Red Sox do end up tanking, they won't possibly guarantee the number one pick. Uh, I'm pretty sure they'll be guaranteed the number one pick, even if we do end up being the worst. That's even the, that's the point of it. Hey, you have the worst record. You know what? You will get the number one pick. That's how it's been done. That's it, Weren't the Tigers, didn't they get the worst record ever and still were get – Guaranteed or rewarded the number one draft pick. I think that's the same thing with the Orioles too. What for 2018? 
What is this idiot talking about? Yeah, I, I'm a, I applaud Sean McDonough for saying that on the radio podcast. He put that little reporter in his freaking place, dude. Seriously. We're not guaranteed the number one pick, even when we end up with the worst record. Yeah, we do end up with a n- number one pick. Stop being, a, stop being an idiot. Jeez. Whew. All right. Who has the best and worst uh, batting average on the team, and who has the rest, best and worst ERA on the team? All right, the best ad batting average is Jara Munez with a 476 batting average. So he's kind of getting Ted Williams numbers. 1941, yeah. Although he did get injured today, so he might be gone. So maybe I kind of spoke a little too soon. I don't know. All right, who has the best or has a, who has the worst batting average on the team? It still belongs to a... Andrew Benatini, and it's kind of looking like he's probably going to get shut down for the remainder of the year, and that's kind of my – I kind of agree with that too. Just shut him down. Just call it quits for 2020. Man, Javi Baez just struck out. (laughs) He's arguing with the ump. Yeah, let me see that. Oh, yeah, I think that was was way out. Wow, wow, wow. Dude, that's way out. Ah, crap. Yeah, I I, I can see where he's – why he's, why he's pissed off. Yeah, please argue with him. Jeez. That's way off. All right, so who has the best ERA on the team? It still belongs to Darwinson Hernandez and Kevin Puecki, but since Kevin Puecki is a um, – re- er, yeah, but, I can't talk uh, – is a uh, position player, it doesn't really count, so Darwinson Hernandez still has the best ERA on the team with a 0.00 ERA. Oh, we also forgotten Ben Tendy's batting average was uh, 103, so yeah. So not great. So and Munez's batting average was, if we forgot, four hundred and seventy-six. So Ted Williams numbers. All right. Who has the worst ERA on the team? It belongs to Matt Hall after his performance today, a nineteen point eighty-nine ERA. Wow. He sucks. Hall pass, yeah, really. He's letting stuff pass. That yeah, he's letting stuff pass, but it isn't like basically, yeah, a good thing. Wow. Yeah. All right, so let's go over fantasy stats. Let's just call this a night. It's Labor Day weekend. We're gonna have a day off from work tomorrow. Yeah, let's just let's get this done. Let's go. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate just not working at all. Get this done and just basically spend the rest of the evening with no Red Sox baseball until Tuesday, as we said. Yeah. All right. So, fantasy. Let's go over Yahoo Fantasy. Has anybody tried that MLB rally game? That's kind of neat. Although, you have to be really in it, too. Like, um, the, they are some... Uh, um, pre-game picks you can make, but, like, they're also in-game picks that you can make, too. So, like, 
I like I'm watching the Cubs and uh, Cardinals game too, so I can make picks of who, what certain players going to do as certain at bats. But you kind of have to like be in it really, like you can't take a break and stuff like that, which is kind of hard. Yeah. And you also like, and also too, I'm not saying that's a free ad, but uh, at the same time, but it is kind of a cool game. And the first free uh, daily uh, players, first free uh, top three players get like cash prizes, so it's pretty neat. So it's kind of like a makeup game, or basically like a makeup game for like beat the streak. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. All right. Fancy stats. All right. So. So the Peter Griffins are losing to Lawrence's team. Lawrence's team. Lawson's. Lawson. Lawson's team. Uh, 600 and, uh, 663 to 441. They're winning. We have three game, two games left. He has three games left, so that could be a difference. I don't know. That might affect anything. All right. Bleacher 41 is currently right now leading Walter's team five to three. All right. And then uh, Royal Rooters are losing to Houston Buffs seven to three. You know how they're lo- winning, right? Yeah. They know what's coming. <laughs> you know what's coming. All right, then Poppy's the goat is sadly once again losing this time to Patrick's team seven hundred fifty-five point eighty to six hundred and uh, six hundred and two point thirty. Yeah, so I've really done it this honor to Big Poppy. <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose to say, I mean, I have Garrett Cole, but yeah, I actually been hearing that he hasn't been doing well either. So, yeah. I thought I drafted well in this draft. Well, I guess not. All right, and then starting nine is losing the Donnie's team five to three, so not great. Not great at all. And then section 10, let's see how they're doing. They are up six to four to PBPPP's choice team. All right. So that's it for Yahoo Fancy. Go over to ESPN. All right. All right, so the Curhees are beating Team Peck, Peheco, Peck, Heco, 299 to 195. And then uh, Sly, Kelly Slide is now leading uh, Team Miller, 282 to 244, so very good. Then Win or Learn is uh, winning against uh, them bo- We Them Boys. 342 to 299. And then uh, T.O. Nation is losing to and gone. 272 to 264. Emphasis on that team name. All right. Then uh, Boston Toms are losing to uh, draft uh, strategy 7, 357 to 332. So not great. And then Sean Johnson is a goddess is winning against Texas Sluggers, 300, 322 to 196. Oh, now the Curries are now winning 300, 300 to uh, 195. So awesome. 
All right, guaranteed a win, yeah. All right. All right, so that is it. So next game is Tuesday is the doubleheader, and then an off day Wednesday, and then let's see. Well, yeah, we're seeing the Notre Dame fight song because Notre Dame football is coming back this week, this coming weekend. Not this weekend, the next coming weekend. And also Patriots football, so that'd be great, yeah. All right. Then Tampa Bay the on Thursday for a four-game series. And then, yeah, a couple of off days on Monday. So, yeah, basically off. Yeah, next two – or next – yeah, next two Mondays from now, yeah, are off days. So, awesome. Give us some Mondays off. Yeah. All right. Well, that's about it. All right. Let's wrap this show up. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Uh, we had to inform you guys this morning. The Twitter page kind of blocked us out. so Our Twitter blocked us out of our Twitter page. So we're kind of down a Twitter page for now. So if you want to like uh, follow a Twitter page, still you can still follow my uh, personal Twitter page at JunkyardDog92. But the... Show's Twitter page has been shut down for now, but temporarily until we can figure something out. Until, like, we can try to figure out that we're actually who we are, basically. I don't know. They keep doing it. Like, they, if you claim to who you be you are, we'll let you back on. Yeah, and verify your phone number. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep trying. We'll keep trying and see where we go. And then follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast. I gotta go get the list. Uh, uh, uh. All right, here we are. So here we are. So start over. All right. And then follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Podbean. Or wherever you get your podcast from. Doesn't matter what. And with that being said, I feel like that about do it. That about do it for this Labor Day weekend as we head in to an off day of absolutely doing absolutely nothing. All right. See you guys. Banyana. Spot a little hottie when I flipped up the shade. Looking like a red rice sitting in the driveway. Bottle of Ciroc with a hand of Kool-Aid. She done pulled up like I'm getting rid of waves. Are you tired from running through my mind? Take a break and we can have a good time. Show you moves like I'm the new James Brown. Me and you should get a room right now. Cause if it's gold, I'll throw it away. You're worth more than every single chain. It ain't gonna work if you don't want it to. Best drink I take is when I'm sipping you. You know where I go when we're dancing Handshakes in the Hamptons And getting drunk in the mansion And you look so classy Come through with that magic You know that I'm about to smash it It's true
could take it to the room or I could take it to the beach But we gotta leave at nine cause I gotta get my sleep You could be the early bird, I'ma give you that wine Get with me, I'll take you around the world Cause if it's gold, I'll throw it away You're worth more than every single chain Walk with a limp, it just means I'm cool Next trip I take, it's just me and you You know where I go when we're dancing Handshakes in the Hamptons and getting drunk in the mansion So classy, come do it, that magic. You know that I'm about to smash it. It's true. Look you said you're living up north when you're coming to the A. You said you need to find a crib. Well, tell me where you want to stay. I know we're not too pressed for time, but can you pick up on the pace? I'm tired of looking at your pictures, want to be up in your face. I want to dance, but you want to laugh and want to sing. Take you on the road, have you rocking on my bling. Don't know if you're the one, but if you are, you get a ring. Let's stand it down the line, don't want to rush the type of things. I'm a mama's boy, so you got to meet my mama first. Let you whip the coupe around, you use a seatbelt first. New shoes, new clothes, and a Chanel purse. Bacon in the Hamptons, got a lot. Easy, you know I go when we're dancing, handshakes in the Hamptons and getting drunk in the mansion. And you look so classy, come do it, that magic, you know that I'm about to smash it.